Welcome to the Passion Harvest podcast audio series. Thank you so much for listening today. I am Louisa, your host, International Passion Ambassador. If you would like to watch this episode, please head over to our Passion Harvest channel on YouTube. We love taking you on a journey to discover your passions. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to Louisa TV. Life is bizarre and miraculous and our perception on reality can change instantly. We often think that we have all the time in the world and I've learned with love and so too death that it does not fit into our scheduling calendar. We can't reschedule it and it doesn't and never fits in with our diary plans. The reason I'm talking about this is because my mother had a heart attack two weeks ago and very suddenly and unexpectedly died. Grief is different for everyone. There are no manuals, there are no rules and there is no time frame. And the reason I'd like to share this episode with you today is so that my own journey to healing through grief may in some way assist you or enable you on your own path to healing through grief. I often wonder if it's easier for those left behind to have a long, slow death so you could say your goodbyes, you could say I love you, you can fix the hurts and the pain and the things that were never said. But this happened very suddenly. You see, my mother and I had a conflicting relationship in the months prior to her death and I hadn't told her I loved her for many months and I realise now we had a great relationship, I just never knew it and when I heard of her passing I cried out and I said please forgive me for not saying I love you. And she was there, I felt her, it was definitely her and she conveyed telepathically the message to me that she knew that I loved her and there was no need for forgiveness. The only person I needed to forgive was myself. Death is the duality of life. Without death, we couldn't appreciate life. Without sickness, we couldn't appreciate health. Without heartbreak, we couldn't appreciate true love. Without suffering, we wouldn't know what joy is. I don't necessarily think that I grieve the way many other people do. I don't feel that the more we grieve, the more we suffer, the more we love die absolutely do believe with all my hundreds of interviews of near-death experiences who have died and returned back to the physical realm and my own personal experiences with the non-physical realms and non-physical dimensions that when a person's body physically dies, consciousness does not end. Consciousness continues after the death of the physical body. 
Once that happens, spirit guides, angels or loved ones come to take the point, the consciousness, the spirit, the soul to higher realms or dimensions and there is no time frame. This is dependent on the trauma that the individual experienced in this lifetime. But there's no doubt that at some point we all return home. We all return to God or the creator or pure divine love. There are many names for it, but it's not some far off universe. It's just right here on a different frequency. And the funny thing is that we are already all of that. We just don't remember in our physicalness. My mother came to me very often, particularly in the first two days that followed her death. And I know she offered me a gift. I would lie in my bed in the dark and I could feel her presence so strongly. It was not only her though, it felt like a collection of energies as if there was no separation between energies or points of consciousness in the non-physical realm. She seemed intertwined. And her blessing, her gift to me was energy. I was grieving, but I could feel all over my body these tingling sparkles, stars inside my body and around my body, almost a meter around my body. And I would just lie there in the dark for hours experiencing this. And I thanked her. All I can describe it as, as an energetic upgrade. I don't know exactly how that will manifest or unfold. I'm still processing it myself. But I know this was her final parting gift to me. It's as if the cells or the DNA of my body is changing and evolving. And I'm most certainly a definitely a new different version of Louisa. This may sound strange. Well, everything sounds strange on Passion Harvest, but this is my absolute truth. But still I experienced grief. It was brutal the, the first week, absolutely brutal. I remember waking up in the morning and wishing it was nighttime again so I didn't have to feel But I also knew that this was an opportunity for growth. I also knew that I had to embody and experience the grief and the sorrow and the suffering, however, and whenever that came, because by pushing it away, it would never leave. I knew that I had to allow the grief to flood through me and through my thoughts and emotions and my body. And then I knew it would dissipate. As I said, there is no time frame, but I knew this to be the case. So the first week after my mother's death, she came to me quite often and she offered me several messages. The first one was that there is no doubt that she was in a much better place and she was on her way to transition home. She was experiencing the most peace and the most love she had ever experienced and nothing like that could be imagined in her human experience. 
She also conveyed very clearly telepathically to me that she chose her point of death. We all choose our point of death before birth. We don't necessarily know this on a conscious level. And not only that, within pure divine timing, I was, it was conveyed that everything happens in divine timing. And in the angelic realms, when a person transitions, the ones that are left behind all have an opportunity to recycle the experience, to transform suffering into growth. It was also conveyed to me that life is a blessing and life is a joy. And we choose our own thoughts, we choose our own joys, and we choose our own sorrows. And all that's very well to say, but I was in the depths of grief and despair, and I prayed and I prayed and I said, help me, help me get through this. And the words came to me, be present in the now, in the now, and that's what I did. All I did was focus on now, moments of now and nothing more, not tomorrows or yesterdays, just, just managing to get through each moment and to the next moment and the next moment. And I started doing things that I enjoyed. Even the simplest things of putting extra honey in my tea because I wanted a bit more sweetness. I would go for long walks or swim. I would take long, slow inhalations and long, slow exhalations. And that moment passed and then I went to the next moment. I felt my heart so strongly. At times I felt I had to hold my heart from breaking into pieces and falling on the floor. But what I realized with this whole experience, and it will be an experience that continues to teach me through the rest of this life and perhaps my many other lives, is that this death, this passing, this transition offered my heart an opportunity to expand and grow, to have the capacity to love more. And I made a choice. I made a choice. About a week and a half after my mother died, I made a choice and I realised that it was my choice to choose happiness despite what had happened. Often life is, can be, seem unfair, unjust, unbearable. But our birthright and our freedom is to make a choice, a choice of how we choose to feel. And despite what happens, we can choose to be happy. And the more we practice this, the more we train this, the more it manifests into our reality. So I made a choice that day to choose to be happy, start with small things. And I made a choice to find joy because it felt so much damn better than living in grief. And I made a choice to realize that my loneliness, my feelings of loneliness were just a point of consciousness and just based on my thoughts. It doesn't matter. You can be absolutely and utterly lonely surrounded by family. And I made a choice to get to know Louisa more 
to find a deeper, greater version of Louisa. Because ultimately, if we can absolutely learn to love ourselves and be comfortable with ourselves, we can get through anything. It allows us a greater capacity to move through life challenges and flow through life challenges if we can be okay with us because ultimately our reality, our consciousness, life, everything is only us and everything outside of us is just a perception. And I made a choice to transform suffering into growth. And this has made all the difference to realize that God, source, has gifted me the power of thought to choose in each moment. It doesn't mean that I don't have downtimes, but it means that I have the capability and capacity to get back up a lot quicker. And this has been my true path to healing moments of now and making choices in each moment because it feels so much damn better to feel good. In summary, this is what I have learned and my gosh, I am still learning, but we come here for love. We come to experience love and the greater capacity primarily of love that we can acknowledge and feel for ourselves and for others is why we're here. Love is what it's all about. And in each moment, ask yourself the question, what would love do in this situation? I also know, and these messages came very clearly to me from my mother in the days that followed, everything is going to be okay. Everything happens in divine order and everything is as it is meant to be. My deepest, deepest sympathies for those of you that are grieving or in sorrow. And this episode is for you today and I would like you to know that through this whole process of suffering, this human existence, it does not damage your soul. Furthermore, in the depths of despair, please know that there is always, always hope. And please know that there is always, always light, always. Life is short, Tell those who travel alongside you that you love them and tell them often both in the physical and the non-physical realms. They do hear you. Bye for now. That is the end of our passionate episode. Thank you so much for listening and please subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends and spread the passion. As always, every day, may you be more and more passionate.